Fixtures are coming thick and fast. Vardy looked as good as he did in the past. An average game week score of just 25. Did your arrow shoot up or did it take a dive? A double for Jota made his owners feel dizzy. Another blank for Foden. He must have been busy. Burnley got battered, but by snow, not by Spurs. Everton lost again, leaving Rafa feeling low. There's no time to cry, so wipe those eyes clean, as it's already time for Game Walk 14. FPL face-off is back. You best not forget it, as we release live, as there's no time to edit. Uh, my name is Fitz, and I'm joined, as always, by fellow comedian Tom Glover. Tom, how are you? I'm, I'm terrible, Fitz. And um, you can tell it's live because you you edited the poem live there because you obviously I did. Was meant to say Spurs and Snow the other way around. It was, yeah. I'm Spurs so pleased you noticed with... that. Yeah, I do listen. I do listen. Yeah, you do. Yes. Um, Terrible yes. week on and off the pitch, Fitz. Oh, dear. Um, as I have nosedived down the rankings through no fault of my own, through, <laughs> through to an act of God. And yes. um, I've also found out that my podcast host has betrayed me as well this week. Um, betrayed you I, what what do you yes. mean well as you both know we're both comedians aren't we yes yes and you'd say we're both comedians who work pre- predominantly in the southwest region i would say so yeah yes well I, I was doing a little gig this weekend in bristol and there's some comedians at the gig who were very impressed by my my rankings in in fpl and right. they're telling me how it's a good thing you hadn't invited me to the Southwest Comedians FPL Mini League, which you are currently top of, I was told. <laughs> and I thought, oh, it does sound like the kind of league that I would have qualified to enter. And <laughs> he seems to have, have not mentioned it, despite the fact he is top of it. And I would be clearly running away with the title at the moment. And, and you've won it for the last three years. But yeah, it's never come up at any point during the planning or recording of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um it was I, I totally forgot about it to be honest and it was for the first time about three weeks ago and i i noticed that the league was there and i was like oh yeah i forgot about that and realized i was top and i should have mentioned it hands up i should have mentioned it um but you're right you you would be absolutely running away with that and the only reason i didn't mention it is because i've got no idea who set it up and i've therefore got no idea what the code is to invite you but but mate you're more than welcome absolutely a likely story. It sounded like you were quite an integral part of the league and involved <laughs> in running it and have been really? for the last few years. So um, a- Absolutely yeah, not, mate. The story I was told by comedian Alex Marnie. So we'll have to have it out with him at a later date. But well, anyway, quite. beyond that, I've got bigger fish to fry because... You, you do, you do. A quarter of my team, a quarter of my team's value was unable to play this week because of snow. So over 25 million Ooh. in player value was was just wiped out by snow. And I dropped from 344th in the world to 1,733rd in the world. I mean, that, that is obviously a drop, but in the grand scheme of things, describing it as a terrible week on and off the pitch, I mean, I, I would say that if, if I'd fallen and was still at 1,700 in the world, I, I'd be delighted. I've, I've had rather more of a fall than you, but, but never mind. We'll come well, on to that, I'm sure. Betrayal by a friend is often considered a bad week, Fitz, but... <laughs> And, well, and having to let, start to live Romento and Broya, uh, who are playing away to Liverpool in high <laughs> is also considered pretty bad in my books. Not, it's not great. Um, let's let's lay this to rest now because um, I, you, you're a dear friend and podcast host, and while I I should have invited you, and I hold my hands up to that, you are you are most welcome in the league. If if Alex Marnie, um, shout out to Alex Marnie. I honestly have no idea how you would join that league. Um, I I can try and find out, and would be delighted to do so. But um, but yeah, I should have let you know, and for that, I am I'm sorry. That's that's okay, Fitz. I w- I wouldn't want to join the league now because I feel it's been <laughs> sullied 
But, uh, <laughs> Although, uh, it is true. It is true that I have won it for the last three years in a row. Now, what that says about the standard of FPL comedians uh, in in the Southwest, you know, maybe maybe I shouldn't comment on that. But either way, uh, it, it it would be it would be your crown were you to win this year and deservedly so. So, but as we know, we are only approaching game week 14. There's a long way to go. There's a long way to go before I would even dream of entering that league. Anyway. (laughs) um, So yeah, uh, terrible game week, but I'm not upset with my team. I've still, I still back the decision to bring Son and Kane in and I'll be sticking with them despite wanting to rage transfer them out like unfairly because it wasn't anything to do with their performance. Obviously they couldn't play, but they've now got Brentford at home and Norwich at home. So I still, there's still an opportunity for that double up to pay off. There really is. Yes. And, um, and it could be worse. At least you didn't travel 31 hours nonstop from Dallas, Texas, uh, all the way to London, then to Burnley, only to find out with 45 minutes to go that your entire trip had been wasted because uh, the game got called off. I mean, that, that would be worse, right? That, that would be worse. Um, well, or, or would it that perhaps they don't have FPL in their lives and perhaps they're happy? <laughs> maybe, maybe they are. Who knows? Maybe they're just happy football fans who enjoyed the journey. Although I did, I did see that Harry Kane said um, uh, he, he responded on Twitter and he, he said, "Oh, well, you know, come along to any home game you like uh, as, as my guest." And I just thought if they travelled all the way over here, surely it wasn't like a one day trip. Surely they could wait until Thursday and go go to the Spurs game then. But I don't know. Well, they could I've wait, wait until it. January and go and watch him at Man City. That's an, that's an option. <laughs> They'd easily get tickets. <laughs> they would easily get tickets. Very good. Like it a lot. Um, so very quickly, just before we uh, kick off um, with with the content, um, thank you for listening to uh, the FPL Face Off podcast. Uh, it's the podcast where two comedians uh, face off against each other at their own kind of fantasy football sports. Um, if you would like to, please do give us a follow on Twitter. Uh, we are at FPL Face Off, and uh, like I said, do tell your mates, share the love, and tonight's going to be a little bit different. Normally, we have the legend that is producer Glenn, um, who I've having listened to an unrecorded version of of the podcast that we send him back. Um, he does a wonderful job. We are terrible. <laughs> lots of coughs, lots of splutters, uh, and the pressure is on this t- this week because we've really got to get, kind of get the content out because. Having just finished yesterday uh, with game week 13, um, already tomorrow uh, on Tuesday, uh, whenever you're listening, Tuesday, um, the deadline is upon us and game week 14 is already here. So, yeah, no no time to cry, as I said in our poem earlier on. But um, let's... Uh, I'm still crying. I, I finished on 42 points. So it was the first week I think I was below the average of 44. How did you do? I'm assuming you did better than me this week. Was 44, 44 was the average. My, um, my FPL app has just updated. Um, oh, that's disappointing. I thought the um, game week score was, was 25, which I think I alluded to in, in my poem. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, two, two errors in the poem. Um, <laughs> but considering uh, as we record at 5 to 10 on a Monday night, uh, I wrote the poem when I was walking the dogs uh, literally an hour ago. So um, never mind. I'll take that. Um, I got 43 points, Tom. So I beat you by a solitary point. Um, but yeah, not a great week for, for my troops, unfortunately, um, very much needed, um, Sir Harold of Caneshire to, to kind of bail me out. Um, and my decision to take Jamie Vardy out for 
Harry Kane a couple of weeks ago has has well and truly backfired. But um, but yeah, never mind. I'm at 122k in the world, so um, a bit a bit of a green, uh, sorry, a bit of a red arrow there. Um, how's how's your team looking? Let's let's have a very quick chat through through your players. Um, well, I'm, I'm, well, I was happy with it this game week, but I'm, I'm just as happy um, tomorrow or Tuesday game week 14 because mm-hmm. I've got. I've got greater, greater in goal away to Leeds. The only goalkeeper that didn't return this week so yes. also didn't help me. Yeah, I've got James and Alonso against Watford. There's rumours that James might not play. I think he might not play as well. Um, but if he does, I've got Livermento on the bench at home to Leicester. I'm happy for him to come in. Uh, I've got Trent, Cancelo. So that's the defence, the defence that everyone wants. Uh, in midfield, I've got Son, Salah, Rafinha, and I've just transferred in Maxwell Corne for Embuemo because I couldn't wait to get Embuemo out of my team. I could do it tomorrow, but I was fed up looking at the guy. So yeah, Maxwell yeah. Corne's in. He's not injured. Dice has had his press conference, so he's he's starting in my in my team away to Wolves. Very nice. And up top, I've got Kane, and I'm going to start Broya at home to Leicester. He played against Liverpool in a sort of front three, and yeah, I think if. If he does start against Leicester, he could score because Leicester are terrible in defence. There's, there's lots of goals every time Leicester play at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'm backing him to score as a bit of a differential. And I'll be captain in Salah. Even though Kane is tempting, I'm going to go with Salah. And just at least I don't have to hope Salah doesn't do well then. At least I can support every one of my players on the pitch. Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so is that the one transfer you've made this week? Sorry, Mbwemo for Cornet. Yeah, and Bremer out for Corne. Um, and then I intend to roll my transfer next game week because the Tottenham guys are going to, to Norwich, got Norwich at home. And I will probably captain Harry Kane at the weekend. That's the plan. All being nice. well on the Wednesday evening. Very nice too. Very nice. So um yeah, Maxwell Corne is an interesting one. He's he's someone we spoke about um earlier on in the pod. Uh, I I knew of him through um, playing FIFA. I loved, used to love playing career mode um, before my life got ruined and I found Ultimate Team um, and wasted hours upon hours upon hours um, trying to hit little objectives. But but Corne has has been regarded as kind of one of those players that you search for who's who's great now that could could get really really good. And he was a name that was mentioned. Right. So I was intrigued when Burnley signed him and and he's done really well. He's been on fire. So um, I think that could be a, a really astute move there well yeah I mean stats wise Gallagher and Smith Rowe and Jared Bowen seem to be better options but for Mm. me Gallagher I'm a bit worried about now with uh, Milivojevic coming back in and MacArthur being injured and then you've also got Eze and Elise coming into the team a bit more I'm not sure he's going to continue to get the returns he's been getting Emil Smith Rowe I don't think He's going to sustain the attacking returns. He seems to have been getting quite fortunate, like one shot, one goal. And I just like Bernie's fixtures. They got Wolves away on Wednesday, Newcastle away at the weekend, which is a great place to go at the moment. Uh, they've then got a tough fixture against West Ham, but then they've got Watford, Villa, Everton. So they've just got a nice run of fixtures before he goes probably away to the AFCON in January. Very nice. Well, having um, on the subject of Gallagher, for for me, having brought him in uh, last week, it would, it would of course be perfect for him to to hit a real <laughs> rotten run of form or indeed get dropped. Uh, that would that would be the usual welcome. Um, so yeah, very best of luck. I think that could be a really good shout. 
Um, on to my team, uh, as I say, 43 points this week, not anything to shout about really. Um, Foden didn't play, Kane didn't play, um, meaning that I had Huang off the bench for two and uh, Liveramento, the sweet prince coming off the bench with a sweet FA. Um, so I can't believe you didn't start Huang at Norwich. I mean, um, he didn't return, so it was the right decision. But, well, I mean, I mean, it was it was either start Huang or Foden, um, and you know, I I thought that Foden may not play, and so it was a bit of a risky one. To be honest, the whole thing's really annoyed me because uh, I um, hovered over, and indeed was very, very, very close to taking Foden out for Jota. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to um, take a hit, having already made my um, transfer for. I think I got rid of Mbwemo. Mbwemo has just done nothing but sully my team, and so I, similarly to yourself, I just, I just wanted rid of him. So I swapped him for Gallagher, and then as a result, I was like, right, it's, it's just too risky to, to take a minus four, and of course that would have paid off handsomely, but. That is the way the cookie crumbles. So, um, so we have we have a last act of cruelty, and Bueno blocked a transfer to Jota. So, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, he um, delivering right to the bitter end. Delivering absolutely, yeah. And I remember in like game week three or four, and thinking, right, he he's passing the eye test. He's hitting the post more than anyone else, and and surely those chances <laughs> will go in. Right at the I mean, start. That's what I look there. for in a player. Well, you know, at least he's in the positions. Is what I was thinking. And yes. um, uh, unfortunately, he was in the positions, but was unable to do anything with them at all. So, yeah, he's he's been a real a real disappointment. But um, moving on to my plans for this week. So I've already made my transfer as well and I have removed Phil Foden. Uh, my thinking being that if he wasn't fit for um, for the Sunday game, then he's probably not likely or sorry for the weekend game he's probably not going to be fit for the midweek watch him now come on and and get a hat trick (laughs) um but I've taken him out for Jota and as it stands and this may well change if I lose my bottle but as it stands Jota is my captain for um for the Everton game which as I say it, it may well change just because I I know that obviously the estimated ownership and everything is or effective ownership I should say Salah is the sensible pick. I, the listeners won't be able to see Tom's face, but I can. There was a there was a genuine eyebrow raise when uh, when I, I said Jota. But I, I don't know. I just think he's he's playing well. I hate him. I hate him because whenever I put him in, he does terribly. But um, yeah, I'm 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 ready to be hurt again. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I just don't. As much as I'd like to captain someone else, I just don't see it's worth the risk at the moment because every time the game week starts, you can see Salah's ownership is like nearly at 200%. So you're just, you've got a player in your team who you don't want to perform. And if if Jossa outscores him by five points, is that really worth at the end of the day? Because you'll still get a benefit of of those points if you haven't captained him. Um, Because I'd I'd like to captain Kane at at home to Brentford on, on Wednesday, but if he scores a hat-trick, I'm still going to climb rank. So yeah. I don't need to go to risk it that little bit extra. But I'm... But is, yes. Well, it is a sensible thing. And, and realistically, that is probably where it'll end up, just just to play it better safe and sorry, especially because I've kind of had a bit of a, a dip over the last couple of weeks. I was up to 50k. So my rank has, has been halved um, over over the last two two game weeks. So, yeah, it's, it's tough. I mean... I've, 
like I say, I, th- I think Jota is is a good option. Obviously, while Firmino's out, um, you know, it's it's Sotolor. As soon as I don't have him in, he he looks brilliant. Same as Jamie Vardy, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, transfer made, and realistically, that is is um where where I'm at at the moment. Now, I, I suppose we also need to, um, because we're recording this uh, in in the midst of kind of, or betwixt, I should say, game week 13 and 14. Um, by the time this comes out, uh, we won't be recording again, I think, until after game week um, 15. No. Is that right? Yeah, so we're probably recording again on Monday. We We may drop in a little mini episode in between yeah. the game weeks if we have a chance, but just in case we don't. Um, as I said, I'm not doing any other transfers, all being injury free, and I'm going to. I will captain Kane at home to Norwich at the weekend, unless mm. something truly awful happens on Wednesday night. But I think that's a good time to go against Salah because they're playing Wolves. Wolves don't give much away. They're away to Wolves. Yeah, Salah. Salah is due a rest at some point. He's going to start on the bench in one of these games, um, and that could be the one. But um, yes, I I wouldn't go against him this game week at Everton because they just look terrible at the moment. Everton do look terrible. That's absolutely true. Yeah, and uh, it's probably not a million miles away from having to consider Man United assets. Dare I say it? You know, now we've got Ralph Raniuk in. Um, I think Michael Carrick uh, did very well. Um, you know, we were we. If I don't know if you saw Fred's, uh, we'll call it a lob. We'll feel generous and call it a lob, but. He had the opportunity to square to Ronaldo or try and lob Edouard Mendy uh, in like the ninetieth <laughs> minute, and uh, he, he basically Mendy passed him the ball, and then Fred just went, "That's very kind here, mate. Have it back." Um, and it was uh, it was pathetic, but yeah, I think um, I think that could be there could be some options there. But as it stands, I would like to roll my transfer as well. Um, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, of just a transfer a week and obviously as as we know if you do leave it and you have the two it just it just gives your your team a little bit more flexibility so in an ideal world um that is what i would do as well but like i said perhaps we can um record a little um bonus kind of pod just to let you know how we uh how we're thinking um between this one because who knows you know half our team might get injured or, or get covid or Get bloody snowed yeah, I, on I, again. I think it's going to be hard to predict because they're because they're so close together. These games, you could take out a player that starts and bring in someone who's bench. So, mm. as long as you've got players that look good on paper, I, I don't think it's worth doing a transfer because there's going to be the fixture swing after that game week, after the weekend. United, like you say, United assets are going to look good. West Ham assets look good. I'm I probably want two transfers because I, I probably want will want to get Jota in at that point, and I can't at the moment. I'm going to want to get Son or Kane out by then because the Spurs fixtures turn a little bit I did consider getting in I had the money to bring Luke Shaw in this week for Livermento just nice. the right money because Livermento's fixtures aren't as good now that I've got money in him that profit I've made so I, I, yeah I'm, I'm happy to sell him when the opportunity arises and I do think United will be a lot better and their fixtures are so good but we just don't really know what formation they're going to play and who's going to be the preferred options I mean Luke Shaw didn't start at the weekend so it, it seems foolish to bring him in now yes i think i think by all accounts um luke shaw is is still injured um quite what that injury is i'm not sure but yeah it is a it, it's a brave man who goes for luke shaw but then you know well he's it, dropped to 5.1 and i just think they've got even if he's just getting clean sheet points at 5.1 mm. he's a better option than livramento at the moment who 
I could sell for, I think, 0.3 profit from what I bought him for. Yeah. Not but bad. it is very big at the back then. But then it I is, don't really um, want anyone up top at the moment. So that's not a problem. Not a problem at all. Yeah. And the United fixtures after the Arsenal game, they do look very, very tasty indeed. So, um, yeah, I think Man United is, is where it's at. And it's bloody good to see, I must admit. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we... Uh, so I think we've kind of summed up the uh, the thoughts for game week 14 there. Um, now, uh, is there anything else you wanted to add on, on game week 14? Um, no, just that, I mean, I wanted Jota. He just doesn't fit into my team. I keep on looking at ways to bring him in and I can't. And he did punish me this weekend. I hope he doesn't against Everton, but I, I'm looking to get him in as soon as possible. And I think if you haven't got him, it's someone you want to have because Firmino doesn't look like he's returning anytime soon. And then when he does... Yeah. Um, Salah and Mane be off to the African Cup of Nations so yeah if you can get him in get him in is what I would say yes I would uh, I would agree with that well and and indeed I have I've bitten the bullet and fingers crossed he, he doesn't have the uh, the curse of what was formerly Fitz United but now is the team simply titled FPL face-off pod um, just to maximize the exposure uh, good <laughs> so um, new listeners welcome uh, if you are a new listener you may not be familiar with the best feature in all of podcast history uh, where we ask can any player score more than Mo? More than Mo, Mo. Always scores more than one goal. Some say he's starting to slow. He's not indestructible. Can anyone out there score more than Mo? Now, last week, Mr. Glover, your prediction for more than Mo was Harvey Barnes, who um, who actually got an assist this week. Um, did did very well. He got five points. I picked Rafinha, uh, who got three. But Mo beat them all, trounced them uh, with 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 a six pointer. Uh, so no winners in more than Mo this week. Game week. Uh, 14... I was happy. I was happy with that decision though because I, I picked. I said I talked all last episode about how Leicester looked like a good team to target for these upcoming mm. game weeks, and that seemed at the time a bit of a out there pick because of how terrible they've been. Yeah, but yeah. obviously. Madison got 16 points, Vardy got a brace, uh, Lookman got seven points, Barnes got five points. So it, they're the right team to go for. But like I said at the time, it's, it's who to pick. Yes. Um, and so we, was, sh- we should have going... listened when you're, when you're just outside the top 1K and you have reached the dizzying heights of 350 or whatever it was. We should have bloody listened. Yes. So you're I welcome should have listened to myself, mate. I just couldn't afford <laughs> to get any of them in at the time. Yes. Um, but yeah, I still think they look like good options. And a couple of weeks back when I bought the Spurs double up, I almost bought Vardy in when everyone was selling him because I thought he looked good fixture-wise. Yeah. But even though he's returned this week, he's he is getting older. There are other strikers at that team and there's a busy fixture mm-hmm. run ahead. So I think he's going to have some rotation. That may be his haul. He may be on the bench midweek. I think uh, Rogers has already hinted at the fact he might be rested midweek. So yeah, he's, it you're, might you're even right. out. It could well even out. He's he's a risky one, is Vardy, because 
typically he he always has little patches and I always miss them, almost always miss them. Um, but yeah, I think now his age, the way he plays, he's very energetic. I think I think that's a good shout. So um, okie dokie. So game week 14 uh, is nearly, among, uh, nearly upon us, I should say. So just to run through the fixtures very quickly, we have uh, Newcastle, Norwich, Leeds, Crystal Palace, Watford, Chelsea, West Ham, Brighton, Wolves, Burnley, Southampton, Leicester, Villa, Man City, Everton, Liverpool, Tottenham, Brentford and Man United versus Arsenal. Um, so listening to those fixtures, all of which are available on Prime Video, by the way. Um, do you have a prediction who will get more than Mo? Yes. Well, I, you know, I like to pick someone I've got in my team. Um, I think Reese James could get rested this this game week. Um, but I believe Marcus Alonso is going to play away to Watford. I think he could fill the boots of Ben Shearwell and, and get a goal or an assist. And so, yeah, but Marcus Alonso is my choice to score more than Mo this game week. Very nice. Well, um, that is added to the spreadsheet. Fear not. And I am going for a pick who is also in my team, uh, the newest recruit to the FPL face-off team. And that is uh, Diogo Jota um, competing in the same game as Mo Salah. Uh, I'm going to hope that he can do the business. Now, uh, if you haven't heard the feature before, if Tom and I both pick a player who has more than Mo, um, then it will come down to the cheapest player uh, will will win the booty by which we mean three points in our um, hastily organized league. Uh, so that would mean that week uh, you would win if that was the case. I love the way your panicked mind works. The words you choose when you don't know what to say. Um, so I look forward to winning the booty. If Marcus Alonso outscores me. <laughs> What's great as well is that I use the word hastily and um, my computer, uh, which is an Apple, thought I was um, summoning a virtual assistant. And so um, just just read those words back to me in my ear, which is great. Hopefully that isn't <laughs> on the pod. <laughs> um, so unusually, um, because we have so many fixtures, we do also then have game week 15. So um, what we'd like to do is also have a prediction for those fixtures as well. Um, Again, we will, of course, kind of reconvene when we uh, record uh, after game week 15 uh, on next Monday. But those fixtures are uh, West Ham, Chelsea, Newcastle, Burnley, Southampton, Brighton, Wolves, Liverpool, Watford, Man City, Leeds, Brentford, United Palace, um, Tottenham, Norwich, Villa, Leicester and Everton, Arsenal. Um, What is your prediction? My prediction is that is the game where Maxwell Cornet is going to grab a brace away to Newcastle. Nice. So Maxwell Cornet in my team, my newest recruit, he will be the one to score more than Mo that game week. Nice. I like that. I like I like the Maxwell Cornet pick. And I um as as my brother is a Newcastle fan, I, I half hope that that doesn't happen. Um because I do want Newcastle to survive. And oh, interesting why? Uh I do want them to survive, yeah, because me and my brother have a tradition where um well pre-COVID, every year we go up to either Old Trafford to watch the game or to Newcastle to watch the game. But you should probably try and enjoy your last few years as the man supporting the team that is better than Newcastle because <laughs> they are going to take over the world soon. So let well, them go to the championship and, and climb up from there. Maybe, maybe. But um but yeah, it's a, it's another year missed in terms of those those trips. Um but interestingly my uh pick is also from that game and I am going for uh Callum Wilson. So I believe Callum Wilson will finally um 
get his scoring boots back. And realistically, let's face it, by the time the game week comes around, Callum Wilson will have limped off uh, in the previous game. <laughs> and it is a this, risk. This will be utterly pointless. But um, but yeah, that's that's my guess. That's where I'm going. And the spreadsheet has been updated. Excellent stuff. Uh, good. So uh, as we always do, uh, this is the FPL face-off pod. So um, it, the, in, in history, historically, I should say, uh, I have been the FPL player and Tom has uh, been the Sky fantasy football expert. Now, I've never played the game before and there's a lot to learn, which we have uh, kind of covered in, in previous pods. But Sky fantasy football, how was your week, Tom? Mixed. So far, actually, because we're in the mid- we're in the midst, aren't we? As we record, well, that this. is the difference. Yes, of course, with with Sky in Sky, we're in game week sixteen, and in Sky, this is a double game week, so mm. we are halfway through it at the moment. It started well. I actually broke into the top one k again. And yes. uh, last week, I brought in Mark Gahey at Crystal Palace. He scored in the two games he's played since, so that's worked out well for me. Uh, Lewis Dunk got me uh, nine points this game week. And I captained Mo Salah and that took me into the top 1K. And then on the Sunday, it was my stepson's um, birthday this weekend. So we were very busy. I checked the teams at two o'clock to make sure Harry Kane was playing. Uh, He was, so I left the captain on him. I I went on at um, half past two to see how he was getting on. And I'd seen the match had been abandoned. So I captained a player who got no points. And so I've now dropped down again to 1,231. I am slowly climbing back into it again, and I'm much happier with my team now. I've got Mendy in goal. I've got Rudiger, Dunk, Gahey, Cancelo, Alonso in defence. So I've got a Chelsea triple up at the back now, which I like, and I've got Cancelo. And I've got Gallagher, Huang, and Rafinha in midfield, and Kane and Salah up top. So I'm much happier with how my team looks, and I've got a plan going forward. Um, No more transfers planned for this double game week, but I'll then probably, I'm looking to take Huang out. I'll probably take him out for a Brentford player after this game week so I can get a couple of Brentford fixtures and then move him on, the Brentford player on to a West Ham midfielder after that, probably Declan Rice. So yes, I'm I'm happy of how it's looking and happy of how I'm progressing. But nice. it was a difficult weekend. Yes. Yeah, the, um, the Spurs game kind of threw a bit of a spanner in the works and... Uh, yeah, I was I was fortunate enough to to be aware that that had happened just before deadline, and I made a transfer um, at one fifty six, I think it was. Um, now I made two transfers, meaning that I have twenty eight remaining. Um, my transfers were to take out Foden for Mares, who got an assist after about three minutes, and then it got disallowed for offside, which was perfect. Um, <laughs> And I took out Harry Kane for Jamie Vardy and I was very tempted to stick the captaincy on him. And if I had, that would have, that would have turned my week uh, around as it happened. I captain Cancelo and that meant that I was left with a total of 60 points or rather so far, I've got a total of 60 points and still got, you know, 10 fixtures to go. Um, Although because I am new to sky and I, was rushing my kind of cane replacement. Uh, I now don't have a, a player playing on Thursday, which means that, oh, no. yeah. So potentially um, the Leicester game is uh, 7.30 on Wednesday. So if Vardy does get um, injured, then I would 
or, or rested, I should say, then. Um, and even if he doesn't, in all likelihood, he's going to be rested soon. So I will probably be taking him straight out um, for Harry Kane. So I've got a player on, on the on the Thursday. Yeah, sorry. So it's just Tottenham-Brentford on Thursday, is it? Uh, Tottenham-Brentford and Man United-Arsenal. Okay, yeah. They're the, they're the two games on Thursday. So... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how we get on. As I say, I mean, it's, um, and I, I suggest you probably want to get an Arsenal player in because they've got a single game day the following game week on the Monday. So if you haven't got Arsenal coverage or Everton coverage and probably get an Arsenal player in for that game. Yeah. Um, and you also need someone for the Watford Brentford single game day on the following Friday. So yeah, look ahead at the single game days and see who you need and who fits. But yeah, as I keep saying to you, Fitz, you really must sort out a spreadsheet, my friend. I do. Um, so I do have a spreadsheet, but I just haven't looked at it for for quite some time, if I'm honest. Um, but I, yeah, I do need to. I know I do. It's um, it's just difficult. So in fact, I can reveal now, blimey, not that anyone will care, I'm sure. But um, I've alluded in the last couple of um, records to being an, under pressure and having a lot going on in, in my outside world. Um, and the the news I can now reveal is that I have um, quit my job and I have another job lined up for after Christmas. Um, very boring. Um, but the, the main reason I mention it uh, in relation to this is because at the moment I leave my house at 7.30 in the morning and get back at 7.30 at night, five days a week. And this new job means I'll be working from home for three days. So I will have lunch breaks at home to sit in front of my computer and play with my Sky Fantasy Football spreadsheets. So hopefully... But what you really need year, to do is get a job where you can do those spreadsheets at work when nobody's looking. Uh, I do but um, just in case anyone from my new employment is listening this is not (laughs) that job (laughs) don't worry Um, but yeah no so I'm I'm, I'm very excited I'm sad to leave where I'm going but um, that is that's a boring tale uh, which I will not bore you with Um, but yeah suffice to say it is very very important to plan in Sky that is definitely something that I'm um, picking up on when is the overhaul in Sky because if you're not familiar with Sky um, you get uh, a wild card as you do in FPL, but it's called an overhaul and it is enforced. Every single player has to play it on the same week. Yes, I'm not sure the exact date, but it, it, I think it falls in that that period in January when there, I think there's like 10 days without any Premier League football. Yeah. So after the third round of the FA Cup, FA Cup it's, a, yeah, it's yeah. A, around mid-January. So perfect. we've got a, a little while yet. And... And just as an experienced manager, so I've, I've got 28 transfers remaining. How many do you have left? I've got 26. And okay. yeah, by that overhaul, I'd like to have 15. Right, um, okay. I mean, 20 would be great, but 15 is, is fine, I think. Okay. Especially okay. in the way the season's going. As I keep saying, the fixtures are planned a long way ahead. We're not having the, the chopping and changing of fixtures like we had with COVID last year. Yeah, not having to have so many single game days because not every match has to be televised like it was during lockdown. So I just don't think they're quite as valuable as they were last year, the transfers. Um, Having said that, if I didn't, if I'd have set my team up better in the first overhaul, I wouldn't have made as many as I have, but I just didn't plan for the wing backs to be such quite an option as they have been this season. Because usually in the sky, it's the centre backs that you'd go for. So I had to readjust the way I play the game, basically. 
Yeah, it is. It certainly is. So um, looking ahead to the next couple of games then. So we've got the Tuesday, um, Wednesday and Thursday. And then fixture wise, we are looking at um, uh, Newcastle Norwich and Palace and Leeds on Tuesday. Who will you be captaining from that one? Um, I've got a few options. I've got Gallagher and Gahey of Crystal Palace and Rafinha at Leeds. I'm probably going to go for Rafinha just because I've got him in uh, FPL as well. And I just like the fact I can root for the same player in both games. Yeah, although I'm in I do the same think, position there. Yes, yeah, so I, I think Gallagher may be the better option because he does hit the tiers a bit more, the passing and tackle tiers and, and shooting tiers even. Um, but yeah, I'll probably go with Rafinha yourself. Probably Gallagher at the moment, based on those tiers. But um, I may switch that to Rafinha, to be honest, because thinking about the FPL, yeah, I would like to um, kind of have double cause for celebration if Rafinha does anything at all. Um, And then loads of players to pick from on the Wednesday. Um, Saints, Leicester, Watford, Chelsea, West Ham, Brighton, Wolves, Burnley, Villa, City, Everton, Liverpool. Um, We will, of course, know um, the teams for all of those which will allow us to potentially make any last-minute changes if, if we need to. But who's your captain currently on? Yeah, I mean, it's on Salah at the moment. But yeah, I will hopefully check the team lineups and none of the games will then be cancelled after I've done that this game week. <laughs> so yeah, it'll probably be Salah, um, but potentially Rudiger or um, Cancelo or Dunk, maybe a defender who's going to be a bit more reliable with a clean sheet. Yeah. But, um, I'll, I'll have a look on the night and see what the teams look like. Currently on Vardy here, um, but that is that is likely to change for for Salah. I would say his his match average is um, is eleven, which is is just whopping. Um, so yes, we'll we'll potentially be them. And then for me, um, problem territory on Thursday um, because realistically, uh, I'm going to need to put someone in, and and that someone to be sensible is likely to be um, an Arsenal player. And I can't really imagine putting in an Arsenal player and captaining him against Man United. So I may just bite the bullet and 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 waste a, a transfer there because I don't think I can see myself doing that, to be honest. Well, in, in game week 17, I'm probably going to bring in a Bamiyang for Harry Kane because Tottenham, Tottenham play Norwich on the Sunday, then Arsenal play on the Monday and Arsenal will have games against Everton, Southampton and West Ham. And in that same period, Tottenham will only play Brighton. So there's a three for one there with Aubameyang over Kane. So I I will likely be doing that. And at the same time, I'm probably going to take Salah out um, for Ronaldo because Liverpool will play Wolves on the Saturday. And then Ronaldo will have Palace, Norwich and Brentford, whilst Liverpool only play Aston Villa. So again, another three for one there. So there's some good free for one options coming up uh, in the next game week. So keep an eye on that. And then after that, I will hopefully go with um, the free premium strikers in Kane, Ronaldo and Salah, assuming Ronaldo is then an option again with Ranjik in charge. Yes, absolutely. Well, very, um, very interesting insight as always. And um, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate your knowledge there, my friend. Those three for ones are, a real staple of, of the Sky game and something that I've not quite got my head round. Um, it is. But... It's, it's so much more planning involved with Sky. And I, 
I'm not the best at it. I keep on missing little things like missing the Tottenham game being cancelled. You have to be on it all the time. Yeah. I actually forget to check the lineup sometimes as well. I, you just triggered me just then to remember it on um, Wednesday to look at the lineups. Um, yeah, you really have to be on it every day. With FPL, you can sort of you, you can plan that transfer the whole week because you know that everyone's going to play most game weeks and you know what fixture they've got. Uh, so it's just a little easier to plan it without quite so much spreadsheet involved. Yes, absolutely right. Um, brilliant stuff. Okay, well, um, we will give you a little rundown of our leaderboards. Um, it's not too late to join the leagues and you, you can find out how to do that on our socials. Check out at, at FPL Faceoff on Twitter and uh, you will see a post how to, in fact, we should we should make that a pinned tweet if we haven't already, mate, um, about how to, to join our codes. But we will update you on that um, next week. Now it is time talking of Twitter. Uh, if again, uh, we like every week to give a little shout out to someone in the community, someone in the FPL kind of sphere, um, just to give them a little bit of love and a bit of recognition for, for some great work. And this week, Tom, it's over to you. Who would you like to shout out this week? Yes, um, we're going to have a lot of shout outs this this month. Um, not always FPL, also Sky Fantasy Football. Don't forget Sky. Um, but it is, a, it is an FPL account this week and it's not, so much a content creator it's just one of those twitter accounts that that makes you laugh that they're, they're they're on point with their memes they don't get involved with the beef it's fpl underscore partridge who are oh, um, lovely who jumped in with a nice little <laughs> meme this week that um that depicted as a fantasy football scout having a new stream on youtube with carol i can't remember her surname but carol the weather lady <laughs> based on the the Spurs oh, game being cancelled. The BBC weather lady. Yes, Carol. Oh, I, Carol. I mean, oh, not sugar. important, and let's not debate no. it too much because Glenn can't edit this out. But, yeah, um, very true. Yeah, he's just one of those nice FPL accounts to follow to break up all the chat and threads about XG and XA <laughs> and make a bit more of a light-hearted look. Carol Kirkwood, by the way. Carol um, Kirkwood, there we go. Yeah, I know none of our listeners would be able to rest easy, um, nor would I. Wouldn't would bring her in for a hit, Partridge. <laughs> very nice. Um, that was very Partridge, there. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, that, that Partridge account is is very good and um, and nice to share. Uh, someone who's yeah, who's in it for 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 the lols, as it were. Appreciate that. Good stuff, and um, so. We round off uh, every week with uh, one of my favourite parts of the pod. No, not saying goodbye to Tom. That is not my favourite part. Um, but Tom, can you explain, just in case we've got any new listeners, what, what happens uh, as, we, as we close out the show? Yeah, I will explain this while um, Fitz frantically searches for his emails. Oh, it's so ready. We... Don't worry, it's ready. <laughs> uh, every game week, we, we end with a poem from Sean Dyche. Well, allegedly from Sean Dyche. Perhaps yes. it's a poem one of us has written. And I will email <laughs> it to Fitz, and then Fitz will read it live on the recording. But this is the first time he's he's going to read it on a live stream that's going to be released unedited. Yes. Um, so you can see quite how good he is reading a, a poem he's never seen before in the style of Sean Dyche. So yes. um, yeah, take it away, Fitz. Thank you very much. And um, let's find out what has been going on in the world of Sean Dyche. No game for the, us this week because of a little bit of snow. Blanks for Kane and Son and just an assist from Captain Moore. 
We can't have snow on ground if Conte wants to play the Tottenham way. With half my players missing, our main tactic was to pray. <laughs> it looks like someone listened because the heavens opened wide. And when the snow started settling, I almost could have cried. Tarkovsky, Westwood, Rodriguez and Ridra all missing for the game. When word came through the match was off, it really was a shame. So FPL managers beware. Next time it looks like we'll get a beating. There's always a chance we might forget to put on the under soil heating. <laughs> Very nice. Topical. It's always topical. It's always topical. As soon as I knew the game was called off, I was like, oh, I can't wait for the Sean Dyche poem. Um, and as always, <laughs> it delivered. Um, so that's it. Thank you very much for uh, for your time, Tom, and good luck for uh, for the next game week. And you too, mate. Thank you. And we we, we will reconvene very soon. Um, big thank you to you for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, if you like FPL, if you like the pod, do tell your mates. Let them know that there's a, a podcast with two uh, comedians who are, are doing all right. We're ranked both, um, both well, in the top two percent, Tom significantly in the in the top one percent, and me clinging on in the top two percent. But um, big thanks to producer Glenn, who is going to put this together really quick, and hopefully it's in your your ears bloody soon. Good luck in your FPL and Sky game weeks, and we will speak to you soon. Later's, later's. <laughs>